This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. All right, so today I'm joined by only Luke. Uh, I think today, or like right now when we're recording this, like the only time we can get at least two guys together. But uh, we'll keep rolling with the punches here. Um, well, Luke, there's two people in this world. There's people that are hot and people who are new. Uh, we'll start with who's hot, my fantasy team. Now, uh, little background. So you guys have been doing this league for how many years now? Uh, since eighth grade. And so, I just, we're coming up on like about two years now that I've like been friends with you guys. Just joined your fantasy league this year. And I mean, I'm 4-0. I beat the living breaks off of Jack. I actually felt bad because it's like the Iowa State thing all over again. He talked shit all week, was saying how he's going to blow out like us and then he just gets absolutely bent over and destroyed like I, I actually I feel bad for him now I know a lot of people don't like give a fuck about listening to other people's fantasy teams but I think I do I should get one day to brag about it and then well brag it. you can talk about it brag about it I mean you're not it's not like you're putting up number like huge numbers I put up 450 <laughs> yeah this week yeah so I'm four okay. and all. If it ain't foreign, it's boring. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. And everybody else is just can't touch me right now. Uh, but for who's due, me and Luke have been talking about this, I think, ever since football got started back up. Every single football player that has ever been the first person to touch a live ball on the ground is due right now. I mean, they've been due forever. If there's a fumble, a muff, muff kick, anything, the first person to touch the ball never recovers it. Yeah. And I think me, you, and Jack were talking about this last or last weekend, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's I think everybody has seen this before. Well, I mean, like has realized it. It's fucking pathetic. No, I agree. Yeah, it is. I watch this Yankees game right now. Are you watching right now, Joe? I can't right now. Uh, so judges got him first, and uh, Stanton hit one off the top of the monster, and then Judge got thrown out at home. He had another one off the top of the monster. Yeah, and this one, this one, uh, Judge tried to score from first, got thrown out at home. Jeez, that yeah. I bet Fenway's rocking right now. <laughs> oh my god, I know. I got money on the Yanks, so that was <laughs> that been huge. Anywho, so for my hot, I'm gonna go with it's, it's more of like being hot on the internet right now it's urban meyer i know we've all seen everything about urban meyer right now that's going on about him at that i don't know was it like a bar or something and you know he got a little uh handsy you could say <laughs> looked like he was uh like a quarterback almost like under center it seemed like <laughs> and yeah so i mean it's he's kind of the Hot spot right now, being all over Twitter, all over any social media account. Everyone's talking about it. And to put a long and tag along with that, he can't win a fucking game in the in the NFL. So I mean, he could be hot by losing. I don't know, but I, yeah. So he's terrible. He's in a bad bad place right now. And yeah, his wife I mean, didn't even like care. He's <laughs> he's getting W's off the field. That's for yeah, sure. yeah. But that's uh, good. I love what the barstool guys were saying, like. 
uh, his wife is so supportive that she's like, you know what, Urban, you're not used to losing. <laughs> go get your mojo back. Go find some girls at your own bar. Like how dumb? <laughs> would be? Like you're at your own bar and like you just don't think like, oh, people might be recording me right now, but like I don't know, no hands must have came on or something because he yeah. was he was on one. He was all over it. He's just living life, you know. Yeah, he yeah. must have had the double bucket <laughs> sodas going or something. That was something. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, my who's due? I'm gonna go more of like kind of like a hot seat kind of deal, but he like still, and I'm gonna go with um, Coach O, LSU. He does. He lost to Auburn. He's struggling all year. He loses one more to Kentucky this week. He might be gone. And I just, they're not, that's the thing with LSU. Like they want to, you win a championship like two years ago, but if you don't produce in the next two years, you're gone. Like that's just how these uh, big schools work. It's like, there's nothing really you can do about it. You, you got to win games. If you're not competing for a national championship or at least a conference championship every year or every other year, you're going to be gone. And I think he loses one, two more games this year. He's gone. Probably the end of the year, he's gone for sure. And I can also I like it's insanely unfortunate too because if you're a fan of college football at all, I mean, unless you're like a SEC fan, you gotta love Coach O. And I mean, even if you are an SEC fan, you still probably like want to like him, but he can't. Like it's just, yeah. I mean, he's a recruiter, and I'm I'm assuming like he's gonna go to a team where he doesn't really have like a coaching role as much, or you know what I mean. And yeah. he'll like, probably just recruit the shit out of kids and do a great job doing it. But yeah, I don't know if it had coaching jobs really for him right now. No, yeah, he got that. He got a big, got a big year. But other than that, it's kind of been. Well, not, who's his? Hasn't even going who's well. His, who's his coordinator on that team? Uh, Joe Judge. Was it? I think so. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, He's kind of on the hot seat too. But uh, yeah. <laughs> But it, yeah, they're not they're not doing too hot. That's just how that team is and how they always will be. It feels like for a little bit now. But yeah, so I mean, he does he needs to start winning some games. But yeah, it doesn't look too promising for him in the future at all at LSU, which is kind of sad to see him go because everyone fell in love with him when he was winning that winning that national championship with Burrow and everything. Uh, Luke brought up the Red Sox game earlier. We're gonna just go over a little bit of MLB since the playoffs started today. On the AL, we have the Red Sox playing the Yankees right now to see who plays the Rays. And then on the bottom side of the bracket, you have the White Sox playing the Astros. And then then, we have the Dodgers playing the Cards in the wild card game tomorrow to see who plays the Giants. And we have the Braves playing against the Brewers. Um, I guess you can – we'll make our World Series picks, I guess. I got to be honest, I think I watched – only one baseball game like start to finish this year and it was when I went to St. Louis for a, a baseball game uh so I mean I'm basing what I know off of like one hang around you guys two what I see on Instagram and three like some of the research I did yesterday but right now like if numbers aren't gonna lie to me I I mean I like the Astros to win uh they're number one and then will be in batting average uh and rbis and then their starting rotation is tied for fourth right now so i mean you can't really hate what's going on there yeah no that was like that was exactly that was my pick too i was gonna go astros i just think 
uh, who they play really. I think White Sox, uh, they're coming in kind of cold. Not really. They just kind of snuck, kind of got it limping in here. Not They kind of walked through the division. It's a terrible division. And they just kind of got in easily. And I just think they kind of didn't really perform too well at the end of the year. And then, like, they got to go through the Rays, who are a solid team. Not as good as last year. doesn't seem like they're not the most talent they did last year. But and then uh, Yankees and Red Sox, I just – there are a lot, a lot of inconsistency between those two. So I just think Astros are the best team, as you hinted, with all that uh, hitting. Their pitching is doing well. And they got a lot to prove, like, this year. If they can – if they can prove that they can get there and win it, or even just like even just get there without the cheating and everything, it's huge for them. And Correa, as much as people hate him with all the cheating and stuff, he's having a hell of a year, and I think he'll have a really good postseason. Well, like, I don't know if you remember. Uh, well, I guess we were in high school and this was going on, or like one day or in their pre- like World Series Astros, we were in high school. Uh, my good friends, Casey Parano, uh, he – diehard Cubs fan, but he fucking dick rolled the shit out of the Astros. But I think everybody did. Yeah, Before I was big. I love the Astros. Meeting, like, everybody was an Astros fan. I mean, we just loved watching them. And, like, they get caught with this cheating shit. Uh, honestly, I don't... I mean, like, the cheating scandal never really, like, came out of me and, like, pissed me off. But I guess it's just because, like, it didn't really affect, like, the Cubs at all. So I didn't really give a shit. But I mean, again, I was a piece of shit move but i think it would be like a great story if they did yeah like you said like make it to the series with i mean battling through all this like adversity and shit and like just saying like fuck you like we we could win it anyway yeah yeah exactly and one another team i want the, i think everybody's kind of on this kind of this boat is giants everyone wants to see them do good because they're so old and no one would have thought they would have been there. they're bottom five projected in the league and now they're the best team in baseball Kind of rooting for them, too. Hopefully, they do a good job. Yeah, like, I wanted to ask you about Giants. Like, have they been just, like, hot all year? Like, did they get hot yeah. or what? Like, no, they've, they've been leading that division since the beginning. Pretty much the Dodgers started off slow, kind of, but still, the Giants have had to control that division all year. They've – everyone expected after the All-Star break, like, oh, they, they'll come down to earth. They'll maybe – they'll still might make the playoffs, but not have the best record in baseball. And they've shown it. They've just killed it. They beat to be out the Dodgers. Dodgers have a wild card and they had the second best record in baseball. It kind of sucks for them, but no, yeah, Giants have been rolling all year and I I hope it continues. I really do. Ladies and gentlemen, that is facts from Lou Gagkin, the best WNBA and MLB insider out there. Um, <laughs> big, <Yep. laughs> big basketball guy. But uh, we'll move on to college football from last week. Georgia pitches a shutout against Arkansas. I guess the only thing I really want to bring up about this game is I couldn't even really concentrate on it because Bryce was crying how uh, Ole Miss Alabama didn't get this game. But, I mean, that wasn't even a game either. So, (laughs) yeah, Georgia is looking, like, legit right now. It's unbelievable. Uh, A lot of people are predicting that they're going to beat Bama. Um, Yeah, I guess I'll get your take on that. This defense is just absolutely insane. Yeah, no, they're um, they're unbelievable, and like you kind of like you said, it's like it's really them and Bama, and it just huge drop off after that top of the uh, rankings right now. And yeah, they're rolling. Their defense is unbelievable. They got there's their backup quarterback that played too. I mean, he's good, but still, yeah, Arkansas is just not. 
I don't, they're just a fraud team. I don't think they're really that good because they beat A&M, and I don't think A&M's that good. But we'll see. They got uh, Auburn this week, I think, which that could be tough. I think they should handle them. <laughs> oh, but you love both. Uh, next game, though, Michigan-Wisconsin. So we're all at a friend's house watching this game, and we're just, like, dead on a couch. Long night the night before. Jump around comes on the third quarter. I start yelling, like, give me the remote. I blare it. Absolutely electric environment. The Michigan players were even going into it. Like, some were saying they were doing it better with Wisconsin, probably because they were winning. But uh, I, what I wanted to ask is, what do you rank college traditions right now? Like, if you had to pick, like, a Mount Rushmore, let's say. Uh, let's just – and I was, like, waving to the fans. That's, like, a way up. Like, that's a gimme. So, like, mm-hmm. what would be your other, like, top three, top four, whatever? Yeah, so Iowa, like, Iowa's awesome. It's just it's not like one of them, like, that you get hyped, you know? Like, everyone knows that. It's just a great – it's a dope – it's a dope thing to do, though. But I'd yeah, say, like, obviously – Yeah, it, like, gives you chills, but it doesn't make yeah. you, like, want to run through uh-huh. a wall. Like – I, I hinted on this in the Wisconsin games. Like, when they're not good, though, it kind of sucks when they do it because they might be losing going in the third quarter. But I understand when you're winning in a good game against a good team, you do third quarter, going into the fourth, it's going to be crazy. So, I mean, there's – there's pros and cons to it. But, yeah, I'd say definitely jump around. I'd say obviously enter Sandman and then Penn State. I think those are, that's a guarantee three right there. Not this week, we next week we got enter uh, Sandman. Yeah, Notre Dame. If, oh, my God. So, this is uh, – I don't know if I told, like, all the boys yet, but I'm not going to be able to make Iowa versus Penn State this weekend. Mom's birthday, family first. Uh, it's the second time that's happened this year, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, <laughs> hot on the birthdays, I guess. But uh, yeah, we'll keep it moving though. Um, next game I have, believe, oh yeah, Cincinnati comes to South Bend and beats the Irish. Desmond Ritter just looks like a fucking stud right now. Uh, that was a huge game for Cincinnati. They spent like, what do they only have? There's one or two ranked opponents they play this year. So, like, they, no matter what, have to win. I mean, even if they go undefeated, they'll be lucky getting in the playoff. But, yeah, I mean, they look great against Indiana. Notre Dame, you mean? Or that's what I meant, Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, Indiana. Yeah, well, so they, they played Indiana, They like, early in the year. They're not ranked anymore. But, yeah, they need to win these games. But if the thing is with that game, like, they better hope Notre Dame keeps winning, too, because if Notre Dame starts losing, they end up not being ranked that win's not going to mean much. And the thing is with Cincinnati, it's like, so, yeah, they have easy conference. They go undefeated. They should be in. But when you're – when you hype up the beginning of the year so much like Cincinnati did, and obviously as they should, now the rest of their season, it's like, okay, now now what almost? It's like they weren't really looking at these games. but And they got some tough ones at the end of the year. I know they got SMU who's good. They're ranked now at SMU, so – they need to, they just need to win out, but it's not going to be easy considering how hype they were, how much hype they had going into the year, and now it kind of fades off. Um, I kind of made it sound like Cincinnati, like kind of handled Notre Dame, but I think you remember, uh, I live bet Notre Dame, and yeah, like it looked for a little while there, like in the third, coming to the four two, like they, like they had a chance to win this game, they just couldn't pull it out. Yeah, it seemed like Notre Dame or Cincinnati 
kind of struggled early to even score, really. They kind of got that one touchdown. I think Notre Dame fumbled the kickoff right after Cincinnati scored, and they kind of got a lead. But it didn't look like it was easy for them, but they still handled it. Next game I have is, yeah, Bama beats Ole Miss, and it really wasn't even close. Uh, before before the game, Swain Kiffin, he's got a sideline interview, and he goes, better get your popcorn ready. And then he takes his <laughs> headset off, and he, like, throws it on the ground and gives a wicked stare. I'm like, this guy's fucked in the head. And he runs off. If I would have saw that live, I would have bet, I don't know, $200 on fucking Ole Miss Moneyline. But then he proceeds to go get his ass kicked by his father, you know, Nick Saban. And now now Saban's like 150-0 against his disciples. Yeah, that that was terrible. Like, Ole Miss, I, a lot of people had so much hype going into this game about Ole Miss, too. And they just they just did not look good at all. They were fraud. They almost looked like a frauds already. But obviously, they played Bama. It, it was bad game. Bad, bad game for them. The next game I have is uh, Oregon loses to Sanford. I'm going to just use this as like a segue to what I really want to talk to or talk about. Oregon drops now, and Iowa moves to three. Iowa played Maryland this week or on Friday, and uh, Tua Jr. throws five picks against Iowa. Uh, we were on the road playing against a blackout, uh, and we kicked their ass. Does that sound familiar? Uh Tua Jr. also gets benched. Does that sound familiar? And then uh, people are saying that I was going to be tested in this game, and really that was had to be the easiest fucking test of all time. Well, they made it look easy, but obviously this Penn State coming up is the real test. And, uh, well, the Hawks covered the spread – I mean, covered the over on their own. Uh, I love that energy going into Iowa City this week. Yeah, no, I agree. So going back to Oregon just for a little bit, um, that's just what the Pac-12 does. It looks like they got their whole Oregon. They beat fucking Ohio State, and then they lose this. That's just how it works. That's how it always has been with the Pac-12. They always think they have a chance, and then they do, do something stupid. And then going to Iowa, it's – I'm not going to lie. I was a little little worried going into this game. Not I, I knew we could win. I think I said that on the last podcast. I said we can win this game. I just don't know how close it will be considered. Everyone's hyping up uh, – Tulia and fucking uh, their wide receivers and how good their offense was. And they, they're they terrible. Iowa made them their bitch, it seemed like. And Peters had a really good game. I got oh, – I got to find it on Twitter. But yeah, oh, yeah Peters, they were actually, like, moving the ball through the air a little bit. Oh, he played, he played so good. He threw 30 passes. It's 21 for 30, 259, and three touchdowns. That's a really damn good stat. He good through, did better through the – air didn't he what yeah, i mean even on the run i could be wrong but i think he got had a really good game through that yeah air. no he did no yeah he did he had uh three it says three two catches 85 yards and a touchdown through the air but no here's some stats for peaches this year like I, obviously he's been kind of a game manager kind of doing whatever he has to do run the but ball left yeah and it's a he's one of the top five in in the top 12 he's one He's one of five in the top 12 with less than two interceptions. He's got more big-time throws, according to, like, pro football focus, than Bryce Young, Spencer Rattler, and Matt Corral, and less less turnover-worthy plays than all QBs in the top 25 except for Matt Corral and then Michigan's quarterback. 
So, I mean, he's playing really good. He's playing, like, at a high level, and that's – you can shit on – you can say our defense carries us all you want, but Petrus has not played bad. He's done what he had to do to win games, and that's what – he's a big part of why we're winning. Yeah, I guess I never really, like, took that into consideration. He's, like, not turning the ball over, and that's the biggest thing he can do right now. Like, I know, like, we have these, like, shit offensive drives, but if we're turning the other team over just for him to turn the ball over back, like, that would be, like, a real problem. But, yeah, uh, maybe the Steelers should tank for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, it's like if our defense is going to be this good, obviously we won't be turning turning teams over all year like we are right now, but – if they can just hold their own play, solid defense, get a couple, one turnover maybe, get some big stops and Petrus doesn't turn the ball over, that's all you need out of a quarterback. If your defense can be that good and our run game is going to be good, we don't need him to make, be spectacular. Well, like, remember after Indiana, we're like, all right, no way the, like, turnovers are sustainable. Like, we're going to Iowa State, like, mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, uh, fucking Breeze Hall, whatever. We turned them over the entire game. Then we come into this game and we're like, well, Talia's hot, blah, blah. Like, out, like everybody's like, oh, yeah, Maryland. Like, Talia's not going to turn the ball over to its defense. Turns it over five times. Like, it's just, I mean, we're on a pattern right now. Like, we're hot. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, going into Penn State, like, that's – It's going to be fun. I, I mean, it's just really well, hard to say that three picks a game or whatever yeah. it is right now is sustainable. But the, the things when people say, like – Obviously, I've kind of been – I've been a little bit of it. I've, like, I understand stand why they're saying it. it's like I was not – like we got – they're not that good. All they're doing is turning the ball – turning teams over. It's not like that's happening here. But when do we be like – when are we like, well, maybe this is how we win. Maybe this is like what if we just do it all year? Like it's almost seeming like that. We've done it how many – five straight games now. So, I don't know. I, I think it's time for Iowa to get some of the – some credit here. No one's going to give it to us, obviously, which is fine. We're used to it. We're always overrated, but – that's fine. Well, that's the thing. Like, if we – if there's no such thing as AP polls, people are like, oh, shit, like, Iowa's a great team. But, like, since we're ranked third in the country, people yeah. are just bitching about it. Well, I like, I don't really like it either. But, uh, like, just last thing I want to bring up about the Hawks, like, our special team is just unbelievable. Like, our punter's just giving us great field position. Charlie Jones looks like an absolute animal this year. He's playing great. Um, yeah, I mean, like, when you – can just completely own other team and special teams and defense. Like it's, yeah. I mean, that's so beneficial to the offense. Like it's just great field position at all times. And yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, like, if you get the run game going to strain the clock, it's perfect. Like recipe to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. We're probably not the number three team in the country right now, but no, like we're, right, playing, right. we're playing at a high level. It's power rankings don't mean anything until the end. Like they really don't. You can you can say like how many teams get upset like that's why they're upset and maybe they aren't even supposed to be upset. It seems like power rankings aren't that big a deal, but we've won games when everyone's everyone thought Indiana was going to be tough. We smoked them. Everyone thought Iowa State was going to be us. We smoked them. Everyone thought this game was going to be tough and we smoked them. So you got to give us some credit. Like maybe not we're not the third best team, but people have been doubting us all year and we've been killing all these teams. So you got to give us a lot of credit for that. Obviously, like what we're saying right now, a lot of it could be, you know, just flipped. Like if we lose this Penn State yeah. game, but Ohio it, State, Ohio State's looking sneaky right now. Obviously, they have that Oregon game, but they're they're fucking out right now. Like they're, I mean, yeah. people, everybody's saying Ohio State's like the team in the Big Ten. Like take everybody else with a grain of salt. So I mean, I think I understand, I, but uh, we 
we're great position to win our side of the the Big Ten West because I mean, oh yeah, we're right now. Minnesota's right behind us, and they're terrible, and they're they're the team right oh, behind yeah, us. I, I think if we can do really good here in Nebraska, Nebraska's already got two losses in the conference. I think that's probably the next best team. If I'm being honest, right now in our conference, I think it's Nebraska, and hopefully it doesn't come down to that in the last week, but could. Uh, moving on from that Hawks <laughs> discussion, we have Florida, Kentucky. I think a lot of people saw Kentucky as a team that could possibly beat this Florida team, and they did. Uh, home game, they, uh, I mean, real close game, but I mean, that's such a huge win for Kentucky, like beating Florida. Uh, like Florida, they played close with Alabama, didn't they? Yeah, they lost by two. Yeah, that's what I thought. And yeah, I mean, I, like, I wanted to, like, bet on Kentucky because there's so many people that liked them. But, like, I just stayed away from it, didn't really like it. And, yeah, I guess Kentucky took care of them. Yeah, Florida kind of lost this game more than Kentucky wanted. They had, like, how many penalties, just terrible. And they still almost got this thing done. But, yeah, that, Florida didn't play good at all. They should have won this game. They're a better team. Kentucky's good, but I think they got them right. I don't know where they got them ranked right now, but. Uh, they'll no, come. They're not ranked at all, I believe. They are. They are or, now after yeah, this yeah. Week. But we'll see. I mean, they're a good team, definitely. Yeah, like you said, they. A lot of people thought they had a chance to win this game, and they did. I'll go over this game quick, but it was like kind of a big game. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Uh, Oklahoma State beat them. I mean, that's just just how it's going right now. But I'll keep going. Uh, Iowa State played Kansas. Uh, Jack Jack needed this game. It was a punt score, punt score, punt score game. Iowa State fucking murdered them. Uh, we wouldn't even be talking about this if Jack wasn't one of our boys. But uh, then, like, uh, one game I'm going to pause on here. Clemson, Boston College. I fucking hate Clemson. But we got the greatest announcer take I've heard in a long time. And it was from Matt Hass- Hesselback, the uh, – Seahawks Super Bowl quarterback that lost against the Steelers, by the way. Little sidebar there. But DJ DJ Ukulele drops back, throws the receiver, overthrows the shit out of him. And that ass of that goes, if that ball was a grenade, no one would have died. <laughs> when I saw that, I lost my mind. I'd never heard that before. Like, that's fucking great. Like, how do you overthrow a guy that bad? <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's playing like shit right now. And I think all the hype going into this season was from his one game against Notre Dame last year, right? Uh, yeah, and he's put up like 400 yards passing. Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Jack. So Iowa State, I'm gonna talk about this a little bit. I know Jack would want us to. Um, I don't care who you play. I know they played Kansas, probably the worst fucking team in the Power Five. But to win, to get a win like this, how bad they won, especially coming off couple tough weeks it's huge no matter who you play no matter who you are it's a big thing just to win a game just to kind of get rolling I don't care even who you play if you destroy them like they did that's always a good thing to, to get rolling into the next week so they played well obviously they didn't play anybody good but it's good good team win and it's you can't discredit I mean you're not gonna discredit them they fucking destroyed them but yeah so it's good for Iowa State good for Jack get a win it's big moving on this year I believe that wraps it up in college football. Uh, you have anything else to add? 
Uh, shout out uh, to Logan, Coin Drip, Wake Forest, rolling ranked 20 now. Looking good shot to win that, uh, win the ACC if they keep winning here. I mean, they could. They have a good shot at it. All right, we'll move into our NFL recap. Starting off with the Raiders Chargers. Uh, this game got delayed for a thunderstorm. Even Mother Nature was bolting up. You know what I mean? Uh, Derek Carr was saying earlier this week how every Chargers game is a home game. And boy, did that not age well. Uh, the Chargers handled the Raiders fine. Not worried about either team, really. Uh, the Chargers do have top defense, though, and Herbert looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, Herbert is killing it. I, I mean, the, the first two games he struggled, but he didn't just he just didn't score touchdowns. Now he is. The last two games he's proven it, and this is why he's a lot of people like him. For, a lot of people liked him for the MVP with the value that he had for like the sports books and stuff. And Raiders, I knew Derek Carr didn't play great. I knew he'd come down to earth eventually, kind of like someone that we'll talk about in a bit here. And yeah, Raiders are good, but they're not a 4-0 team for, by any stretch. The next game we had was Cowboys versus Panthers. Uh, the Cowboys cover against the Panthers. Both teams played pretty good, but the Cowboys, like, they prevailed. Uh, if Trayvon Diggs doesn't have an insane game, we might see a different score on the in the uh, scoreboard. Uh, yeah, huge two picks out of him. He's playing just great. I think it's five interceptions in four games. Uh, yeah. Given that Cowboys defense, like some life. Uh, but yeah, the Panthers no longer undefeated and the Cowboys keep rolling. Yeah, Cowboys are looking unbelievable right now. Like they, they look like they're a top three team and top. Yeah, I'd say they're top three team right now in the NFC. They're killing it. Their defense is playing well. Dak doesn't even, Dak hasn't even thrown the ball that much in the last couple of games. Just feet, running, the, running the ball down everyone's throat. Like Zeke is killing it. And the thing is, when you have a run game like they have and you have Dak and the right receivers they have, you shut down the run, they'll just throw it all over you like they did against the Bucks. Like, they almost won that game. They destroyed – they killed it in the passing game. And that's what that's what makes – I like the – I don't like saying I like the Cowboys, but I do like how the, their offense is so – you can't – you can you can stop the run, you're not – then they'll pass it. You can stop the pass, they'll run it. They just got so many weapons everywhere. Quick rant here. Uh, everybody knows how much I hate ESPN. If you are fucking Stephen A. Smith, you cannot rank the Cowboys two in your power rankings. You are the, known as the biggest Cowboy hater on planet fucking <laughs> Earth. I don't care if the Cowboys beat the fucking, I don't know, the fucking 06 Patriots, whatever, that team that almost went undefeated. Like, you're fucking Stephen A. Smith. You can't put the Cowboys at two. Every no, week no. week out, they lose, and you just throw a prey, like, same old Cowboys, same old Cowboys. If <laughs> you're Stephen A. Smith, you go into every week thinking the Cowboys are going to blow it, and then you put them at two? Like, Yeah, he, the- he puts them at two right now, and then it, let's say they do – let's say lose the Giants. Let's just say that. Then what is he going to do? Oh, you put him at fucking 32. He's the biggest like, – like, Stephen A. Smith has a lot of, like, legendary clips that, like, if you like sports at all, you love it. But, oh, my God, like, just recently I can't handle him. I <laughs> I just feel like that sometimes, like, I actually mm-hmm. sometimes, like, most of the time, I feel like I'm fucking smarter than him. And he just says whatever he wants because he's fucking Stephen A. Smith. And people just eat it up. But, oh, all right. Moving on, though, 
Browns and Vikings in a fucking shootout. I think I said that to go for the over here. But, yeah, the Browns cover against the Vikings, and Vikings lose another close one. It's just really tough to be a Vikings fan right now, losing all these close games. Uh, Big Cat came out with his one and three teams power rankings, and he's got the Vikings at one, and then the Giants at two, and then just fucking shit. shit. Yeah. Uh, this is the other quarterback I was talking about that had come down to earth. I think I said it last week. I said yeah, Derek Carr and – and Kirk Cousins, they'll come down to earth, and they did. Like they're they're not a they're not quarterbacks that can do this throughout the year. It's gonna happen. Kirk Cousins, as much as hate as he gets, he is solid, but he's gonna have these weeks, and he always does. And he's gonna be fifty fifty on the year. And Browns just ran the ball down their throats. Baker does this every weekend and put up numbers. He just runs the ball and gets wins. But yeah, the, it was. I think Red Zone forgot about this game. <laughs> they just they just stopped showing it. I was like, "What the fuck?" I think Vikings scored on like the first drive, didn't they? Or maybe not. But they scored early. Yeah, and they just didn't score the rest of the game. But uh, I mean, I guess little sidebar to end this. I have T Higgins on my fantasy team. This Rashard, he was out this week. Rashard Higgins keeps throwing me knuckleballs right now because <laughs> I see an orange team come up on the screen. I see a Higgins guy catch it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like I thought he's hurt, and then what? Oh, whatever. I Lions Bears. Uh, Matt Nagy didn't call the plays this week. What a fucking move. Um, but like, ah, shit. Let me. All right, let me think here. So the Lions had a shot to cover late, like they always do, but. <laughs> But a turnover and downs. Yeah. Darnell Mooney looked like a fucking stud. Like Fields on one hookup they had. Shit throw. Darnell makes an insane diving catch. Love that. Uh, but yeah, back to the whole Maggie thing. Uh, what the hell does a head coach do when he has two coordinators that call plays? Because like Mike Tomlin's in the same shoes too. I'm just not really sure. Yeah, I don't really get how that works. Um, did you? Hear, well, okay, I'll say that for the end. But Fields, so he made Mooney two awesome throws to Darnell Mooney, like great throws. And the the one I see a clip, and it was a bomb. I think it was the one, um, and towards the kind of the hashes, and he's got a dump down wide open. There's no one really around there, and it's like. Andy Dalton would have hit him. That says like a quote Matt Nagy saying, oh, Andy Dalton would have threw it to him. He hit the wide open guy. It's like, no, Fields made some awesome throws. He didn't put put up outstanding numbers. He threw a pick, but it was tipped. He played well. And so if I'm Matt Nagy right now, and he comes out and says that there, it, if Dalton's healthy, he started after all over everywhere, Bears fans are loving the – Justin Fields and they like loving how he played, loving everything, and him and the Mooney connection, how it's been so good. And Matt Nagy's still not gonna listen to like us. It's like your fans. I know as a coach you don't want to do that. You don't want to go off everything your fans say. But like, come on, like play the kid. Like he he had a good game until he sucks. Maybe like don't take him out. And then he has the audacity to go into the press conference when someone asks him about how he switched over the play calls and he made it all about himself. He's saying like. Well, he goes first. He's like, well, when our coach, we always, we always talk about it as a team, as a coaching staff of what we're going to call. 
He goes, it wasn't just one guy. And so he's like being so selfish about it in the press conference, like how it was like, oh, he had a part of it. It's like, just admit how your coaches did a better job than you. It's that simple. Like own up to it. And he just doesn't. And it just pisses me off. We won, but now Nagy's going to stay. And for the probably a year, it just, I don't know. It just makes me mad. This is when I was, Jack was here. He'd have some, a rant to go off about too, but it's unbelievable. Matt Nagy. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta give it to him though. You know how selfless you gotta be when you're an offensive guru to give your playbook to the offense coordinator. Like, oh my! I mean, you gotta give him some props there. Like, that's that's just so not selfless. No, 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 because he made it about himself. (laughs) But he's an offensive guru, Luke. He's an offensive guru. So fucking stupid. He is. And then he has, then he goes, oh, he still thinks, oh, and Andy's healthy. He's going to start. It's like, no, like, listen to, I think it was Ryan Clark did it. And it was, he, he had a, he had a rant about it, how it was all about him. It was like, worst thing ever is like, I did this. It's a team. It's a coaching staff. We call it together. And it's like, dude, just give credit to the offensive coordinator. He did a better job than you. Like, you don't have to make it about yourself. I just doesn't make any sense. I hate it. <laughs> he needs to go. He needs to go. At least you can like look up though and be like, "All right, we got a team that can win games. Like we're just like one, like maybe not like one thing away, but like there's one big thing right now that he can easily fix. I don't know when it's gonna get fixed, but like he's literally coaching for his job. I think if you're coaching for your job, you almost have to side with what everybody else thinks. And yeah. Just, like, because if you go out off on your own thing and you fuck up, well, you're gone. But if you go with, like, what everybody else thinks, then you'll be like, well, it's a smart decision, but it just didn't work out. But, yeah, yeah, like, you, you see, like, Andy Dalton doesn't throw the ball over 10 yards all game. It, like, I hate – it's hard it, – it's not fun watching that football, and it's like it doesn't it doesn't work. While um, Fields, he'll throw the ball. He's, like, more talented. I just don't get why they still keep – I don't know why Nagy – probably because he promised him that he'd be the starter. That's really the only reason I think Nagy thinks he can still be the starter. <laughs> I've made a lot of promises in my day, but now I wasn't that fucking strong. Jesus yeah, Christ. No fucking – no shit. That, I know it was before we drafted Fields, but still, you're a coach. This is a – like, it's a business. Like, Andy yeah. Owens not a starting quarterback. He's a great backup quarterback, and I think he, he should know that by now. It's like it's a business if you want to keep your job and – win games you go with what's best you don't go off a promise you made before you drafted a quarterback in the first round if i made that promise i'll be as loyal to it as urban meyer's promise to his wife was on their wedding day yeah 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 next game wow that was a good one uh (laughs) texans versus bills uh davis mills has like a really long neck and the Bills are on a fucking heater right now, winning forty to zero. In the last two games, they have a, or last three games, they have a combined points given up of fourteen. Shout out two teams there. Uh, well, at least instead of flipping burgers, Davis Mills can be a zoo animal when he gets fired. Um, but uh, yeah, Mitchell Trubisky scored a touchdown. That was pretty fucking cool. Oh, no, it was awesome. We, we all started clapping. You were with us. So we, I started clapping when he did. Um, yeah, they're on, a, they're on a tear right now. They are – after that Pittsburgh game, it was almost like 
everyone said it. I said it too. Like I'll admit it. I was like, oh, maybe these guys are a little overhyped. They had a good year last year, but because their defense wasn't that great, it still isn't. But they shut. Then they shut out the Dolphins. They shut out Houston. Obviously, two not great teams. But yeah, they're killing it. Washington, they gave up 21, but I think a couple of those points were garbage time. I think two touchdowns maybe were garbage time, kind of. At least one was. So, yeah, they are on a tear right now. They're hotter than ever, and going into Kansas City next week is going to be an awesome game. Yeah, like when we had our betting show last Saturday, go listen to that great episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, this spread was 16 and a half, and I win bills. I'm like, they're gonna fucking beat the shit out of these guys. You did the classic, well, too many points. Uh, I, you know, love that spread, and yeah, the Bills just killed them. Yeah, but, that was uh, bad. We'll move on to the next game: Colts versus Dolphins. Uh, the Colts own hotels in Joe Jacoby Brissett's head. Uh, I'd love to know what wrong that what went wrong there because the only footage I saw from this game is Jacoby Brissett like crying. Like, either on the ground, like, pissed off or, like, on the sideline throwing tablets and shit. He just did not have a good day. I think he needed a little nap or something to calm him down. But, yeah, terrible revenge game. Did not look good for him. This Dolphins team is not good. Um, Flores had a hell, like, a really good year last year. But, like, we kind of – I think I think me and you both – Jack was huge on Dolphins last year. But then when His you look at team it – last year. But then you look at it, like I was kind of, I was like, wow, these guys are actually pretty good. But then towards the end of the year, you look at it, they didn't beat a single team over 500. So it's like, oh, these guys they really did, that. They did cover against them teams, though. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't win. So it's like, are they really that good of a team? And they're, because they didn't beat anybody. And it's kind of showing this year. Obviously, they had Fitzpatrick last year, but. Two was going to this, two got hurt too. They weren't really prepared for that, but it's like, I don't know. They they're not that good of a team. I don't know why everyone had the hype around them. I didn't really have anything around. Them. I didn't really care. And the Colts aren't that good of a team either. And they made them look ter- they made them look stupid. The Dolphins. No, I'll give my take about the Dolphins though. I didn't mind how they played with Tua. Uh, they so I might have said this like the first episode of this season, but I love the Dolphins coming into the season because. If you look at throws downfield, 25-plus or more, uh, Tua only threw it 13% last year. And then in dead last was Ryan Fitzpatrick with three. And everyone and, was hating on Tua because and, like, he doesn't throw. Well, yeah. So I remember that. It's the coordinator's problem. Like, they're doing all this, like, exertive, dink and dog bullshit, whatever, you know, like, Steeler style. But then they hired a new offense coordinator who, like, loves to sling it downfield, you know, aired out. Uh, obviously, Tua in college, like, I, he had, you know, all NFL wide receivers to get it, but he was slinging it. And uh, then they surround him with track stars. And, like, I know Will Fuller, you know, he's off and on. But then, like, uh, shit, Jalen Waddell, and, like, Devontae Parker's good. I like Mike Isecki a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I like Miles Gaskin going on the season. Then, obviously, like, their defense, we hyped the shit out of them last year. So, like, going into the season, I'm like, oh, the Dolphins are a team to look for. But, uh, yeah, I mean, getting hit with the injury bug, that – Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. in the one game two of play this year, he didn't have Will Fuller. So, that's, that's like, one of the speedsters that you said. And you can't – I know 
Bryce Beast hates Tua, but it's like what you can't really go off anything. He didn't play much last year, and he played one game this year, and he won. So it's like I don't know. There's not you can't really say he's bad yet, unless you can say he's like a bust because he hasn't played because he's been injured. But I don't know. I think I I'm with you. I you know hold you like Tua. I'm gonna hold off on him still. I'm not gonna call it call it off yet. Fucking ride, but uh, yeah. I think Beast just hates quarterbacks because he's never had one. Oh, I guess you haven't either. But at least you're like, you know, yeah. thinking. Like, I think it's just recent be recency bias with Beast, where like you see like Lamar and like Mahomes, like their first start, like yeah, yeah. Like, they started balling out, blah blah. Like it's a mm-hmm. fucking like all these rookie quarterbacks and shit. He's just shitting on them and. Except for except for Mac Jones, but it's like Mac Jones went what to a damn good done? team, and what he hasn't really he done. Much. He's like he's been just a game manager and just doing what he has to do. It seems like it's like, and we'll get to all that those games. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get into more depth. But it's like, yeah, you got to give these guys time. It's like, what are we four games into the season? You can't call a guy bust already. Like, um, we just started. Beast. You're like one of our number one fans. Uh, we're always Team Beast. Uh, we know you can handle it, but uh, you're just a fucking idiot sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, team Beast. Anyway, always. Next, next game: Chiefs versus Eagles. The Chiefs break the streak. Uh, cry, Eagles, cry on the road to misery. Um, Jalen Hurts, I love you, but you can't drop back 56 times in a fucking game. Like, I get it. You're playing the Chiefs. You got to, like, air it out, stay in the game. Uh, I mean, they're – they like, if you look at Statue, like, they stuck in the game. But the Chiefs, they just had it rolling. Like, they, they're winning this game no matter what. And, yeah, like, like I said about Hurts, that's outrageous. Yeah, it, when you play the Chiefs, you almost – you don't want to get in a shootout with them. You – Run the damn ball. Yeah. And obviously, if you can't run the ball, if you are losing by a decent amount, then you obviously have to pass. But to run the ball, like, never. You, they ran the ball 11 times other than Hurts. It's like, you got to use – you got to run the damn ball. They didn't run the ball last week either, and you showed what that did. They All they do is pass. It's like, Hurts is not a guy that can drop back that many times. He's I think he's a good quarterback. I really like Jalen Hurts. I, a lot of people don't like and don't think he's a franchise guy. I think he can be. It's just 50 times throwing the ball for him is not – that's a lot considering that's not his strong suit really is. He's, he's a running – he's a runner, He can and he's a solid quarterback. It's I don't know. You're not you're not going to win games you don't run the ball like at all unless you are the Chiefs, but they do still. Well, and this Chiefs defense is not good. And I'm not a coach, but I have a fucking brain. If you're pay, playing Patrick Mahomes, keep the ball away from him. And yeah. like, like you said, they they got like running backs by committee too. Like just <laughs> run the Use ball. Them. Like I don't know. Like do something. And, and they did have three touchdowns. I think got called that got called back. So oh, like that man. that does help. Like that I think they got field goals out of all those possessions. That so that's a huge factor. But you still got. I feel like you don't want to. Mahomes had the ball that many times. Like he threw five touchdowns and he had the ball. You, you give him the ball that many times, he's gonna do that. If you give him that, like, cause I don't know, that's just you can't, you got to keep him off the field. I feel like if you're not that good of a team. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid revenge game. Sure, he had a real big delicious burger after that. One. Oh yeah. Well, moving to the next one, uh, the G-Men. 
They outmarch the Saints. Uh, so this game goes in OT. This is so fucking hilarious. Jabril Peppers, he goes out for the coin toss, <laughs> calls heads because, you know, tails always fails, and heads hits. Then he goes, boom, fuck him, we want the ball. <laughs> and he goes, and like, yeah. Then he, like, calling your shot on a coin toss is, like, historically, like, not a good idea. And you have to have some brass balls to do that. But, like, Danny and Saquon, they just saved years of embarrassment for Jareel Peppers there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Saints team's good. I really don't. Oh, they're terrible. Like, I, they're I mean, not a good team. I had hope for them going into this week. And so did it. I, I picked. I think I picked the Giants to cover, but – yeah. Like going into the season, even I thought, oh, this team can, they won't be bad. They're not good. They're two and two, but they're not a good two and two team at all. And that's not even a good record. But yeah, Dan, Daniel Jones, he played pretty solid. I mean, they all played pretty solid. Their defense is good. Saints don't have a good team. So, I mean, that's not really much to say. But Bart, Saquon had two big touchdowns, but he still only got the ball 13 times. Like, I feel like when Danny Dimes is your quarterback. I know the last podcast, I kind of said Saquon's overrated and stuff, or a bust. I wouldn't call him a bust bust, but it's not looking great for him. It's like, give him the ball, though. If Danny Dimes is your quarterback and he gets the ball more, I think he can be one of the good running backs. He just doesn't get the ball enough. And that's kind of what it comes down to. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of tough, though, because Danny Dimes is the fastest player in the NFL. Yeah, so maybe he should run it. Be running only four carries for Danny Dimes. Like, yeah, take take it, take someone out of the Ravens playbook or something. Sign Drabisky, have him hand the ball off to Danny Dimes. Yeah, and then, and then put Saquon as like a wide receiver. Right. That would what about be linebacker great. or safety? Come over the middle. Yes. Well, he. I think Saquon's a guy. You could put him anywhere. Really, he just. Oh saw yeah. Him. Athletic He's and strong. Army knife. He's just not oh. doing great at running back. Like, that's imagine, maybe the thing. Imagine Saquon at, like, kicker or punter with them quads. Holy fuck. And, Dude. Like, he'd put rocket ships out of business. I don't think anyone would try to block um, punts or kicks either because he'll just run it then. It's like, oh, shit, they're coming. I'll just run right around them. And he'll boot it 80 yards, too. If you went to block a Saquon Barkley punt and it hit you in the face, <laughs> your head would disintegrate. He he dent that face mask in so fucking it'd break your nose. Like that face mask would hit you. <laughs> you smelling your brains. He he he'd knock that fucking he'd your head would spin like a fucking owl. <laughs> oh boy. Uh J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson started to make some really nice throws to the right team this week. Uh, the fucking Jets beat the Titans. Rough game on my parlay. That's okay, though. Uh, bet little, lose little. Uh, if Julio and A.J. Brown are in this game, it's a totally different story. But uh, Derrick Henry ran the ball 33 times this game. I know it's Derrick Henry, but, like, come on. Like, they were fucking helpless through there. No, I I love to see the Jets win. I, me and my brother, we're we're big Jets supporters. Um, I like and Zach Wilson too. Big supporter of Zach Wilson. He made some really good throws, like awesome throws. And this is the thing with as going back to that rookie thing. It's like 
this is his fourth game, and everyone's saying how he how much he sucks. Obviously, he hasn't played good, but he can't call him a bust yet. He's played four games. He's looking. He just makes some smarter decisions, and he can throw. He's talented with his arm. He can throw some awesome balls. He has throw some awesome deep balls this game. It's like you can't count him out yet. Obviously, he's thrown a lot of picks, but no, he's played a good game this game. Jets won the game. Screwed over so many people in these parlays, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you imagine the amount of money uh, sports books made off this game? Holy shit. A lot. Uh, oh, yeah. And by the way, if you don't like Zach Wilson, you're just jealous. Like, come on. Yep. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, next game, the football team beats the Falcons in overtime. Uh, Cordell Patterson might win the MVP. He's an absolute monster. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, t- Taylor Heineke or whatever. I think every time I've ever said his name, I said or whatever after. But uh, that's his name. That's how you say it, right? What? Heineke? Yeah, Heineke. Well, yeah, he's he's for the boys. He knows how to win. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that awesome game. But that was a that was a hell of a game to watch too. That overtime game. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Cordell Patter- Cordell Patterson's everywhere. Like he's but. Not the best kicker turn, obviously. Second best kicker turn, we'll say, of all time. Because he can do it all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last four weeks, I've mentioned Cordell Patterson's name every single time. He threw the he air, let... on the ground, he's doing it. Six carries, 34 yards, led the team in rushing. <laughs> it makes sense. Next game we have is Cardinals-Rams. Uh, I think this shock is big time, especially after the Rams came off beating the defending Super Bowl champions like handedly. Uh, but, yeah, uh, fucking Kamar, the Cards re- remain as the last undefeated team. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. Kyler's looking great with all of his weapons around him. Yeah, he's almost got too many weapons, especially his legs, too. Yeah, it's, it feels like he can do. He can just do it all. They're, they can score anytime they want. It's like it's um, Kingsbury had so much hate the last couple of years. Oh, he's he was like, on. He was in the hot seat more than like probably any other coach. But it's like people expect him to come from college and just right away. Well, he's terrible in college, though. No, he didn't. He couldn't. Yeah, like he couldn't win games in college, and they hire. They just hire him here. But it's like that's the thing, though. He comes in, everyone's like. Oh, Right away, they expect him to just win. Right when he comes, it's like, give him some time. And they gave him some time. And look, this is that Texas Tech offense. This is that high-power offense that they wanted when they got Kyler Murray. And this is why the Cardinals hired him, I think. They want this kind of offense. Their defense is looking good, too. Uh, I picked the Rams, but um, I think I, you kind of look back. Like, look back now, you'd be like, okay, the Rams come up that huge win. Now they got a real tough game against Cardinals. And you can kind of see why they didn't win this game. It's kind of – I don't know, just not as hyped as the last game, you could say. But, yeah, no, the Cardinals looking awesome. My Super Bowl um, pick to make it there, so that's good. The next game we have is Seahawks-Niners. Uh, the Seahawks beat the Niners in San Fran. I've been on the Devo Samuel train forever, and he's just now proven me right. Uh, Trey Lance comes in after Garoppolo injury. Uh, he didn't play too bad considering he's coming off an FBS college season where he played literally one game. Uh, but, yeah, I think Garoppolo is, like, healthy to go again next week. But 
Yeah, I mean, Niners-Seahawks, it's actually, like, a huge playoff game considering, like, their division. Like, they – like, you have to win these games. And, uh, yeah, the Seahawks pulled it out. Yeah, I don't really remember too much of this game. I wasn't really all in the red zone much. Um, but Trey Sermon looked pretty solid, and I that's what I was kind of expecting. That's why I drafted him for fantasy. I was, like, expecting him to kind of take over eventually. I don't know if he will because I think Elijah Mitchell's coming back. But, yeah, he looked good. He's young. Trey Lance looked solid when he was in the game. He They, they like to use him to run the ball a lot, so that's kind of – Interesting. They're gonna. He's gonna be a real good running quarterback. It seems like. I think Garoppolo will take the reins back whenever he's healthy, and hopefully he is healthy. But because he he does a pretty good job when he's in, as much as people hate on him. Well, uh, I watched the highlights of this game yesterday because, like, like you said, I didn't really remember it at all. Uh, they had a huge. The Niners had a huge muff kick like, right on the goal line, damn near. And the Seahawks recovered and scored, obviously. Uh, if that doesn't happen, we could be talking about a whole different ball game here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I guess I just can't really predict that, but that's what fucking I, happens. I do think Garoppolo is the guy this year, though. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think sure. you can go away from him because he's proved he can win games. That's what he does, just wins game. Yeah, I mean, the Niners, with how bad they got, by the injury bug last year. I mean, if they can stay healthy this year, obviously it's going to take a lot in this division. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't mind them at all. I think they can make it work. Like I said, just as long as they're not injured. Yep, I agree. Next game we have is uh, the Ravens defeat the Broncos. Uh, some are saying that Teddy doesn't get hurt. It's a different game. I'm saying give Drew some time. Uh, as far as the Ravens. Uh, I'm going to let my evil twin brother, Rowie, talk about them. Uh, I'll be back after that. Uh, hi, guys. I'm Rory. Uh, Lamar, <laughs> Lamar and company are playing with guts right now and are beating good teams, even though they're banged up. Uh, Lions game was a fluke because they should have won by 21, and they easily could have beat the Raiders. So the Ravens look, like, pretty fucking good right now, and Lamar's playing like a star. Yeah, I know – you know this. I've been riding Lamar for how long now? I think he's awesome. I think he's top five quarterback to really do. I don't think there's a quarterback in the league that can go into his situation right now and do what he's doing. No, I don't think there's a single one. I don't think Mahomes could do go into the – play for the Ravens right now and do what he's doing for them. And I'll I'll stand by that. I'll argue with anybody. I think he's playing at such a high level right now. He's You can't stop him because he, he's proven he's gotten better every year passing the ball, and he's only – he didn't even have to run the ball this game to put up points. Denver is a whole different team with Drew Locke, as much as I'd say I love Drew Locke, but they're a whole different team with him. And I was curious to see how good he'll do. I think he should do good. He's talented, but we'll see what the turnovers and stuff amount to with him. Well, uh, both teams are pretty banged up. And uh, Lamar yeah. came off an illness this week. Like I thought that was going to affect with preparation, but I mean – when you're that fucking good, you just uh-huh. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Steelers versus Packers. Here we go. Uh, Packers cover against the Steelers at Lambeau. Uh, Steelers break first drive touchdown streak. Then they gave us hope with a block kick touchdown, and then they stabbed us in the fucking back. I watched the replay. It wasn't offsides. I DM this to Easter, and either way, like we. 
probably would have lost that fucking game. That's a huge momentum swing in our favor if this just goes our way. Uh, fuck. The Steelers' next three games are Broncos, Seahawks, and Browns. These games are winnable, but probably not with Ben. Uh, Matt Canada was supposed to change the play calling this season. Uh, me and Easter are talking about him. We're like, it's possibly the biggest move this offseason is just getting a coordinator that will, like, I don't know, just figure it the fuck out. Like, it's not like our team's, like, bad. It's just, just need the right, like, thing going for us. And, like, we, people are realizing this, too. Like, as a Steelers fan, you obviously realize it, like, as it's happening. But, like, teams are finally see like, oh, why is Steelers losing? I've seen two people just today and yesterday talk about how fucking dumb Matt Canada is. Uh, Rex Ryan was talking about it and fucking Big Cat was talking about it. Uh, like, if we throw Dwayne in, at least we know what's going, like, what we're, what we have going into the next season. I don't want to go into the next season still thinking, well, we have Dwayne. He might have something in him. Like, I want to see him play this season, know if he's good or not. But either way, I project us winning literally three games this season, like three more games. Uh, that means we're four and thirteen at the end of the year. We're in perfect range to draft quarterback. But like I said, if we like let Ben do his whole fucking retirement tour, we're gonna come in the next season with Rudolph and fucking Dwayne Haskins, and knowing the Steelers, we're just gonna be like, oh, we'll see how they do. But that's just by far the dumbest thing we can do right now. Yeah, I I don't think they're good. Like I was I was. A believer in them going into the year like they could be a solid team, but not now after watching this, they're riddled with injuries, so that doesn't help. But why not start Dwayne Haskins? Because at least going into every week, even this year, you're like, you like maybe you don't know he could be really good, and he can he could have those weeks where he could win you games. He obviously could have games where he literally loses the game for you, but he's a young guy. He can throw like he can win games. It feels like he can do something. It's like you know what you're getting with Big Ben, and you know it's not good. So, like, I don't see why you don't try something, like, something that can maybe spark this offense a little bit, throwing it, give, giving a young guy a chance to maybe try to do something. And I think Deontay's he's looking really good this year. The rest of your wide receivers are kind of hurt, not really playing well. But, yeah, I do think you got to give Dwayne Haskins a chance, it feels like, because I think then you – a little bit of element element of surprise. Maybe he does play really well, and you because you know what you're getting with Big Ben. It's not something good every week. Like the most frustrating thing about this too is, <clears throat> I promise you, our defense is top three in the league. I promise you. Like we were healthy like last week for the most part. I know we like didn't look good, but when your offense goes three and out after three and out, doesn't run the ball, your defense is playing the entire game, they're going to get worn out. I mean, mm-hmm. when we had Duck Hodges and all them and shit, and we still went eight and eight with an elite defense, it's because we ran the ball the fucking time and at least took some time off the clock. But, like, yeah, like, that's just one thing. Like, obviously, our defense is really fucking good. Like, you just – they have to be, like, obviously in a better situation. But our wide receivers, too, like, Oh my God! The amount of fucking, the amount, of, how much I have to back up for these guys is actually retarded, considering how bad our offensive line and quarterback situation is. But all of our wide receivers have shown flashes of being like 
really great options, but obviously they can't showcase it week in, week mm-hmm. out when nothing is for them right now. Yeah, no, it's you have Najee Harris as your running back. Like use use him in the running game. Not oh yeah, just, the passing don't. game is where the only way they'll fucking use him. He's the first <clears throat> thing Ben looks at, and he's the last thing Ben yeah, looks at. Yeah, it's like yeah, like Big Ben's not Big Ben is like at this is his ceiling. Like this game, he's not going to be any better than this game, and he did not play good in this game. You're not going to get much better than this. So it's like it's not a lot of hope. Unless you your defense starts playing really well, but it's hard for a defense to do that much when your offense is this bad almost. It's hard for your defense to win games for you. And when you don't run the ball either. Yeah, uh, I guess the last thing I want to bring up about uh, this game is the amount the media is freaking out thinking that Aaron Rodgers just loves the Steelers and he might go there. Like, I hate the media so goddamn much. In this next game, I'm literally going to fucking blow up about the media. But, like, if Aaron Rodgers comes to Steelers, I literally I, – I was telling you guys all this all off season. I literally prayed to God. I told him, if you give me Aaron Rodgers, I will go to church before every single football game. I swear to God, I will. I did, you didn't say Rodgers, that. I will. Didn't happen yet. But God is one hell of a man. I love him. But, yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Next game, here we go. Rant inbound. Tom wins at home versus the Patriots. This Tom Brady, Bill Belichick beef is so fucking dumb. It's so overhyped by the media. And, like, oh, it just fucking pissed me off. Like, they're like, oh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick hate each other, blah, blah, blah. Like, they fucking won six Super Bowls together. Tom was getting old. Bill made a business decision that he had to fucking make. Was it the right one? Yeah, probably not. But what have the what would the Patriots really have done last year with Tom Brady? They didn't have – like, they had so many people out with COVID. Like, who really fucking cares? And, like, the media just hyped this up to be the game of all time. Like, oh, the best coaches – Team best fucking fuck the best quarterback, best coach of all time coming back, meeting each other, like oh to me it was a dog shit game. I know it was in the rain and everything, but like the game was nineteen to seventeen, got decided by a fucking field goal in the rain, which I did not like that call by Bill Belichick at all. I mean it was forty three no. and you gotta hit a what was it, fifty low fifty yard field goal? Fifty 51, 56, something like that. It was like, I don't know, Nick Fold tried to, like, do his best Damian Lillard impression from the logo, but it's in the rain, and, like, the chances of you even slipping is fucking high. Mm -hmm. Like, if if they hit the field goal, they give Tom Brady 50 seconds and two timeouts. Just to get a a field goal. Yeah, that's the most, like, idiotic play. I just don't fucking get it, but, yeah, I mean, I hate – media they're overpaid and fucking stupid mm-hmm. so like, yeah this game was nothing like what it was hyped up like it was hype it was hyped up so much and it was terrible it was an awful game Tom Brady didn't play good um Mac Jones look on his stats 31 for 40 I know he completed what 19 straight 20 straight passes but the corners he was going up against were like third string corners on yeah. both sides of the field 
Yeah, but, I have that in my notes too. I yeah, and Winfield got hurt or got ejected. I think he got a targeting maybe, or maybe he just got hurt. Can't remember. So he's throwing to guys that are bad wide receivers that are wide open because they don't have any any corners to defend them at all. And this is – and Skip Bayless went off on this, and this is one of the few times I agree with him. Tom Brady did, still did play better than Mac Jones as much as people think Mac Jones outplayed him because he had the two touchdowns and he had more yards or whatever, more completions, all those completions in a row. Tom Brady played better. He did it when he needed to. He was without some of his guys on defense. So it's like Mac Jones played good, obviously. Tom Brady played not great, but Tom Brady still played better. I feel like Bucks are still a better team. This game was close, but it was a shit game, like you said. I don't know. That's really all there is to it. It wasn't fun to watch. I didn't even watch. I was driving back home. But yeah, yeah it was, I, was, I was just like doing homework. Yeah, like, it, it was bad. And obviously, Mac Jones is gonna have a solid game because all they do, all they're gonna do, is pass the ball. You can't run on the Bucks. No one has this year. No one ever will. They ran the ball like well, wound. Well, then they had time. that uh, Richard Sherman story where like they were forced to put him in. And Richard yeah. Sherman, when he got signed, he literally told him, "He's like, you're gonna have to give me a couple weeks. You know, he ain't in fucking shape right now." No, <laughs> so he he got to go out there. He played all but one snap, and he had to go out there and obviously he's a terrible in like a zone coverage. He had to play man to man coming and he needed three weeks to prepare. He said he, he gave him three days coming out and has to go man to man. It's like, he's not going to be able to keep up with these younger series. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat Trevor Lawrence and the Jags late in the battle of the large cats. Uh, I told you at B-dubs, uh, watch the Jags not cover again after being up that half. And, uh, well, they did cover, but, like, the story of the Jag, or I guess story the last two weeks, like, just up that half, can't get it done. Uh, I'm liking how, like, Trevor Lawrence is, like, coming together now. Uh, but, yeah, it just wasn't enough. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I think he played good. I think Irvin Meyer sucks. I think we all kind of agree on that. Um. I don't think the Bengals are that good, though. I really don't. They're three and one, but I don't think they're that good of a team. I don't know what you think about them. You know, their division, you got to play them a couple times. But I don't think they're that good of a team at all. <laughs> Jacksonville's obviously not that good of a team. Urban Meyer might not even finish the year, which probably be good for the Jags. He's in a whole lot of shit right now. Yeah, I don't think either of these teams are very good. Well, uh, with the Bengals, yeah, I don't agree that they're good either. But was there at any point in this game where we really thought that, like, the Bengals were, like, not going to win this game? No, I I definitely thought they were going to. I didn't have a doubt in my mind. Just Jacksonville, is, I don't, there's no, like, faith in them to hold that hold a lead. Yeah, so that wraps up uh, week four. I'll go over our gambling sheet from last Saturday. Uh, so, I had a rough week. You said I did bad. I had a winning record. Oh, you had the best record by far. Yeah, I thought maybe you just said you guys did bad or something. But I thought you told me that I did bad. So I'm like, I listened to it. I'm like, I had a winning record. No, yeah, you did really fucking good. But uh, so I went six and uh, nine. Nice. But nice. I did hit my farm game. So I'm four and 11. Then you went 10 and five. You hit your farm. And then Jack went five and 10. So that brings our season totals to I'm at 500, 30 and 30. 
you're at 29 and 32. Huge improvement from last week. Wow. Then Jack's uh, game behind you at 28 and 33. Then as far as picks, we all agreed on. We agreed on three games. <laughs> one, one, and lost two. So, I mean, well, and the games we lost on was Tennessee and the Jets. So, I don't fucking count. Looking back on that one, I'm like, I almost feel like stupid. Well, we recorded on a Tuesday, and we didn't know that. Who yeah. we and I was like, and I think I picked the Jets to cover all every game this year, except for this one. Yeah, I, mean, I guess we didn't know. It's like, I almost feel stupid on that game. Yeah, and the second game we all lost was Tampa Bay, New England, Tampa Bay spread. So, I mean, like, those are just two games that you can't even mm-hmm. help. Like, But, uh, yeah, uh, that wraps up our week four recap, uh, I guess. You probably don't have anything else to say? No, I do not. All right. Uh, tune in on Saturday morning, probably Saturday morning afternoon. Uh, we'll have a picks episode for college football, a little bit of college, and then uh, NFL week five. So, yeah, go check that out. Uh, thanks. Yep. This kid is a He's a He's a